knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Ansem Report Podcast! This is episode number 105 in the longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast in the universe. Oh, my lord. Yeah, that's right. I'm fucking saying it. 105, the longest-running in the universe. I'm Michael, or Mike, or some people call me (laughs) Beanie. No. (laughs) No, no one calls me Beanie if you ever call me that, you're banned. And I'm here with my brother, Jason. Hello. Hi, Jason. Also known as JK, also known as JK9209. (laughs) (laughs) No. Welcome, welcome, Jason. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing great, dude. I just want to say, you didn't ask, I just wanted to tell you. You said you're doing good. I said, yeah, I'm doing great, dude. No. I just want to say, last week, uh, we might have baby wawad for a second on how no one likes the podcast on YouTube. We were like, we were, we were baby Wawa in a little bit. We were like, why Poopy diaper. No, we got a hundred views and only four likes. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a meme. So you want to know what the outcome of us baby Wawa in this? Five likes. <laughs> hundred. We had a hundred views. Uh-huh. 12 likes. Oh, shit. Y'all couldn't have done one more to make it 13. <laughs> Y'all couldn't have done one more like to make it 13. But thank you to everybody. I, there, I saw some people are like, yo, I normally listen on Spotify, but I just came over to drop a drop a, a watch and a like, dude. And My I appreciate man. that. I appreciate that. My uh man. thank you, thank you guys for 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 people who did that. It was very nice of you to do that. Also, uh we've had quite a few new uh joinees in the Discord, so welcome to all of you. If you're just catching up with the podcast, it's really cool to see people go, Hey, I just watched all hundred and four episodes and I want more. Yeah. You guys are freaks. You guys are crazy. You're freaks and we love it. And we're going to keep pushing out this podcast once a week for you. Not any faster than that ever. <laughs> it will never be two a week ever. <laughs> Stop asking. Uh, <laughs> before we get into we 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 have a show today. I'm not going to say a packed show or We got a, a show. It's just a show. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. <laughs> uh, I first want to highlight this came out a couple weeks ago so we're a little late on it, but um our good friend Mel of the Secret Reports released a new video that mm-hmm. we watched and we enjoyed thoroughly. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. Uh, it's called "How Zigbar's Big Secret Changes His Recompletion," and it's basically about how stuff uh, finding out that Zigbar is Luju makes uh, Mel and and others question how exactly he was recompleted in DDD and the recoded secret cutscene. And it's a very interesting video. Right. We love videos about it's Zigbar good. and like other uh, content creators. Pyroxus. And so it's a really cool video. You guys should yeah. check it out. And it's always the highest of quality. The the most well done. The, the art on it is just... Mm. Even my flattened brain could understand... And follow along. So if you feel like it's too five brain, it's not. It's just explained so well. Yeah. You couldn't possibly not I, understand. I it. really like the part where she lays out 
the uh the room like a crime scene yeah and has the different organization members laying there and she like rendered them somehow yeah i don't know and uh lexi's hair looks fucking astonishing (laughs) it's beautiful uh but anyway yeah go check out that video we're not going to talk a ton about it because i don't like to uh talk about the video when you should just go watch it yeah go right? watch it now go watch it go watch it's, it right go watch stop it right listening now. go watch it now it's got eighteen thousand views so i guess it doesn't need us to say that but either way it's see, if you're not following the secret reports youtube channel go because when she releases a video it's a banger it's every a banger. time every time every single goddamn time it's a banger and it's beautiful now last week at the end of the show jason we talked about trophies Mm. and maybe doing a tier list of trophies mm. we're not gonna do a tier list and here's why we haven't gotten all the trophies yet yeah yeah yeah. if we did a tier list of the trophies uh, that would be a little weird considering we haven't experienced all of them yet mm. but what i did is i did a little research okay and i okay. think you're gonna like this okay i think you're gonna like this research i did i went through and i made note of by percentage on playstation the Lowest percentage trophies, five lowest percentage trophies for each game. Oh, shit. Okay. So we're going to go through these real quick, and, and we'll talk about them. Uh, starting with Kingdom Hearts 1. Okay. Uh, I also listed, like, the main the trophy for getting all the trophies, and the yeah, percentage yeah. had that. So Kingdom Hearts Masters, 2% of all players. Wow. Have gotten, have gotten the platinum on Kingdom Hearts 1. 2%. That's crazy. The... Top five uh, trophies in rarity are unchanging armor, which is one we've done already, where you don't, you can't change your equipment the whole game. Yep. Start to finish. Speedster, which is one where you have to beat the game in 15 hours. Was that it? Yeah. 15 hours, which we also did. We did unchanging armor and speedster in the same run. Yeah. Cause true. Because we're, we're, we're awesome. Master Defender, which is getting Goofy's, uh, all the shields. All the shields. All goofy shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Master Magician, which is getting all Donald's staves, as they put it. Yeah, it, I, it was weird. I did not like how that uh, was. Staves. S-T-A-V-E-S. I was like, what the fuck? And, and then staffs. Oh, I'm not I'm not saying the percentages. I'm sorry. Unchanging Armor is 2.8%. Speedster's 3.5%. Master Defender's 3.7%. Master Magician's 3.8%. And then Ace Pilot, which is completing Gummy Mission 3, is 3.9%. And that's the only one on these five that we don't have. I'm honestly surprised that because that means that the other gummy mission ones have a high, even higher percent. Yeah. Who do. the fuck's doing the gummy missions? Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, I The one we're doing right now is proud mode, and that's not even top five. Yeah. So beating the game on proud mode, kind of a baby easy challenge, apparently. Yeah. So Kingdom Hearts 2.2% overall. Then we move on to Rechain, which is a 1.4% of the plan. <laughs> and here's why. This is the this is the main reason why. This is level master Riku. <laughs> 1.8%. And that's getting Riku to level 99. You're telling me that there is a 0.4% of people that leveled Riku to master. But then just said fuck it on the platinum and didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For whatever like reason, bothered with getting Riku to hundred, but yeah. not getting the platinum. And the problem with getting Riku to level ninety nine is they Riku- probably had a stroke and died before they yeah. could- they 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 hit the last X button with their last breath <laughs> and got level ninety nine. Um, 
the problem with that is that there's not nearly enough content in Riku's side of the story yeah. to get him to lo- close to level 99. And right. so you just have to grind, 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 grind. It's terrible. Uh, up next is Record Keeper Sora at 1.9%, and that's uh, finishing the journal for Sora. Mm. Uh, expert Deck Builder at 1.9, which is edit the deck 500 times. So that's one you can just do. You can just, yeah, just go over you and can over just and grind over. it, but yeah. people are like, fuck <clears> that. There's Cardmaster Sora, which is collect all the cards at 1.9%. Mm. And then Room Creator, which is synthesize 300 rooms at 2.3%. So, like, okay, you can clearly see where there's like a drop off of people, right? Yeah. We're like, okay, Cardmaster Sora, 1.9. Expert Deck Builder, 1.9. Record Keeper Sora, 1.9. So all three of those, yep. all those people all got it, right? Yep. And then even after having gone through like every other trophy, still 0.1% of players drop off at Master Riku. And then somehow another 0.4% drop off at the Platinum. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> Maybe they just did it. They weren't even going for the trophy. They're just like, I just want to get Riku to level 99. Psychopaths. Dude. Yeah. Uh, up, up next is Cage 2, final mix, and that's at a 2.3% overall for the plat. Okay, okay. Uh, that's which, the highest one so far. Yeah, highest one so far. I think, besides Cage 3, maybe the highest one. Mm. Uh, number one is Top Gun, which is S rank on all gummy routes, 3%. That's the last one I did. Gummy Ship Collector, which is all gummy blueprints at 3.5%. Mm-hmm. Conqueror, which is complete the journal at 4%. That one's annoying. Craftsman, synthesis journal at 4.6%. And pro skater, get 5,000 points in a trick on the skateboard at 5%. Oh, dude, that one was easy. That one was fucking sick. People just don't realize it's a thing, I think. Yeah. They don't get it naturally, right? Uh, that was sick. Yeah, because, I mean, 5,000 isn't the easiest thing, but right. you just you just go to the uh, you, you just go to the one that's in Hollow Bastion, and you, you just go to the top of the stairs... And then oh yeah, you, you grind on that bitch, but then you jump, and then you just spam X and or circle, depending on if you're right, if you're uh, a heel flip or a, a a a grab dude, or if you're a three sixty dude. Right, it know? depends. It depends. <laughs> um, but yeah, so cage two seems a little easy. Yeah, on the trophy, two point three percent. The main the main thing is going to be the journal synthesis and gummies. Yeah. Like those are the main three. Now BBS. BBS at a 1.6% for the Ooh. total platinum. And uh is that is that that's lower than that's a oh, little, no, that, that's, that's a little, little higher. that's 0.2% higher than Chain of Memories. <clears throat> the main 3 the, at 2%, 2% and 2.1%. It's 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 interesting that Aqua has 0.1% more than the other two. Yeah. But with the adventurer and the name and that's complete the reports for each character. Those are the first 3. Yeah. And Aqua for some reason 0.1% of people completed aquas but didn't do the other ones yeah so that's really interesting <laughs> they did it uh, and then they said fuck that to the to doing it on ventus and Terra. also interesting the next one is the warrior ventus which is get all his finish commands for and the other two weren't even near this so i don't know maybe he has one that's annoying ventus must have a finish command that's annoying and then i included there's time tellers the next one which is defeat unknown and it's at 3.9 percent huh but no heart actually 4.1 percent higher which wow. I thought it would have been the other way around. Yeah. I think No Heart's harder than Unknown, personally. That's, a, that's what I would think. But I included No Heart because I was interested to know, you know. Because to me, when I when I think of Platinum and BBS, I'm like, ah, fucking No Heart. 
Right, right. But that's not it's not even in the top five. Wow. Interesting. What the uh up next we have tied with uh Chain of Memories. For lowest. For lowest, Kingdom Hearts DDD with one point four percent. Oh god. And oh god. One point five percent is record keeper, and that's a hundred percent completion of everything. That's basically completing the whole game in the journal and all that. Uh item collector, which is one point six percent, is just getting the item part of that. Ability ace, also at one point six percent, is max out all support and spirit abilities. <laughs> Commands collector just max every single yeah. fucking <laughs> Command collector at 1.7%, which is do get all the commands, and then star combatant 100% combat 1.8%. So a lot of these trophies like lead into that record keeper one, right? Right. Which is interesting. Yeah. But you just got you just got a fucking full send DDD when you yeah holy fucking shit. Use full send, dude. The saddest thing about getting that is that for some of the like high tier ones, you literally have to get some of your fucking dream eaters killed. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some shit you got to work out with DDD in That's order to do it up. properly. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. Uh, up next is 0.2 BBS, which doesn't have a plat. Right. But it does have ambitious, which is complete all objectives, and that's 2.3% of people have gotten. Mm. Treasure Hunter, which is find all the treasure chests, 7.1%. Proud player slash critical competitor, meaning you can beat it on proud or critical and get the same trophy. Mm. And 20.5% of people have that, including us. Heartless Hunter, which is defeat 500 Heartless at 25.8%, which we also have. And then Shotlock Star, get an excellent rating with a Shotlock <laughs> at 46.5%. 46% yeah, that one, that one surprised me that only that many people have gotten that one. Like, that kind of blows my mind a little bit. I, I, I don't really understand. Like, to me, I feel like the only people who would even play 0.2 would be like some diehard fucking Kingdom Hearts fans. How do half of you fucking suck? <laughs> yeah, I I, I don't you really... Can't excellent a shot lock? I don't really get it. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, up next is Kingdom Hearts... don't know about the, com- the quick command menu, dude. Apparently, Fuck. dude. Apparently. They, they didn't play all the games first. They just played 0.2. <laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 at 3.4% is actually the second highest because Melody Memory has a 6.1%. Oh, wow. Platinum percent. Number uh, one for K3 is synthesis. So just getting all the synth stuff done. That's 4%. Mm. Uh, all the game records, which is called one for the books at 4.1%. Uh, data scraper, which is get a rank in both flash tracer mini games at 4.7%. That was fucking dumb. Centurion, which is get 12 million points in Virum Rex at 5.1%. And Master Chef at 5.7%. And that's get all excellent on all, on all recipes. <laughs> so... KH3, kind of an easy plat, comparatively, I think. Yeah, I just remember the Verum Rex one, like, melting my mind for a little bit. Yeah, but that one, that's just, like, repetition and a little bit of RNG. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not, like, terrible. It's just, you gotta, you gotta just kind of grind it a little bit. And then, but what's interesting about KH3 is Remind. Because Remind um, doesn't have a plat, obviously. DLC doesn't have a plat. Remind, I included all the, uh, or not all of them. This I don't think this is all of them. I think there's one or two more. But Risk Taker, which is get all pro code merits at 0.1% of flares. That's like the most rare of all of them. Yeah. That's crazy. Easy code merit, all rounder, 0.2%. Which that one, that just means no one's taking the time to do it. Right. Yeah. Uh, that way, that one's easy, right? It's because there's no plat. I think it would be way higher if there was a yeah. plat for it. Uh, Beyond the Curtain, 
which is defeating Yozora, 1%. Mm, yeah, yeah. Analysis complete, which is beating all 13 darknesses, 2.2%. Start analysis, which is beating one of the 13 darknesses, 4.6%. And then behind the curtain, which is completing the actual remind story, is 8.6%. Yeah, this is all of them. This is all six. What I found interesting about this, actually, <clears throat> is I don't understand the naming convention of behind the curtain and, and beyond, beyond the curtain. Beyond the curtain, yeah. I don't really get what that means. Well, behind the curtain is kind of like a saying, right? But then they were just like, yo, this is fucking beyond well, what's behind the curtain. the curtain? Behind the curtain. No, I, I, I get that it's a saying, but what about this is behind the curtain? Like what? So behind the curtain is just beating Remind, right? Right. So Remind. Are they implying that this is all a show? No, you're taking that way too literally. It's that it's like, um, it's not that it's like a behind the scenes type thing or anything like that. It's just that like, yo, like there was more, more to this, like hidden that you didn't know about. Well, okay. When I think of the term behind the curtain <clears throat> and I think, I think where this, uh, where that term comes from is the Wizard of Oz, right? Right. Because Oz was behind the curtain and he wasn't really this Powerful yeah. magician, he was just a fucking swindler from Kansas, like Dorothy, right? Yeah. There was more to it. There was more to it. But, or less to it, I guess, if you want to. Yeah. So to me, that's interesting. I, I don't know what, I still don't understand what that is implying, I guess. Like, it's just weirdly named to me. Hmm. I think it was like a, a naming convention, and then they just like went with it more. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that beyond the curtain is because, oh, there's more, there's Azora, but, like, I don't get why they went with that in the first place, I guess is my point. Mm. Mike, really? Meta-analysis? Dude, I'm just analyzing saying, I'm just saying, dude, okay, the that's The fucking what, trophy name. I gotta tell you, this is what Kingdom Hearts people do, okay? <laughs> like, I don't know why you're griefing me for this. This is, like, this is, like, literally... This is the most we've been on a topic this entire fucking podcast. I'm just saying, like, dude, like... People have run with like way weirder shit and asked about it. That's okay? true. Like, oh, if you, the one letter in the logo is a different color, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? And you're griefing me for saying this is weird. Yeah. I'm not even saying this is like a theory or means anything. I just don't understand it. Like, I don't get why they named it that. It's kind of random. Okay. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of random. I'm not trying to like. Here's a 10-minute video about my theory about beyond the curtain. Like, I, I'm just saying it's weird. Um. Anyway, remind, impossible to get all the trophies. Finally, Melia Memories. Melia Memory. 6.1% plat. Lowest percentage, 7.7% of Enemy Buster, which is obviously get the 100,000 yeah, enemies. that was the last one. I think it's the last one everyone gets. Uh, Proud Chain Master, 9.4%. And then Standard, Beginner, and Proud Maestro. Uh, what's interesting about that is that Standard Maestro is the lowest percentage at 9.9, .9, and Proud is the highest at 10.4. Yeah. And then uh, Beginner is in the middle with 10.1%. I, I think it's because people probably either play on Beginner or Proud or whatever, and then they're like, okay. Well, I think most people probably play on Proud by the end, like right. if they want to get this, right? Right. Because you got to be able to proud full chain and so like i think what people probably do is they either start at proud and then like get it and then are like fuck that i don't want to do it for standard and they, right. they either give up or whatever yeah or they start at beginner 
do the beginner and then say, fuck that. I'm not. <laughs> right. Right. Agreed. I agreed. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. And I didn't explain this, but proud chain masters, <clears throat> uh, full chain, 50 songs on proud. Right. Right. Yeah. So that makes sense that that's the next highest one. Cause that's probably pretty difficult for, I mean, that took us a while. Beans tried to, that's true too. Stop us yeah. From doing it. We, we, we were fighting two battles. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, yeah. One battle more important than the other. <laughs> One was for our soul. Yeah, (laughs) taking down beans for our soul. All right, so that is our little trophy segment I prepared. I hope you all enjoyed it. We will do a full trophy ranking or tier list when we finish every trophy in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Including Remind. What? Shut the fuck up. If you want to watch us do that. If you want to watch us do that, go to twitch.tv slash Bros, where at least once a week we will be uh, trying to achieve those trophies. Right now we're on Kingdom Hearts 1. I'm playing through Proud Mode. It sucks. Actually, it's gotten better. Yeah. I kind of... I, I think one more stream will have it. I kind of gave Riku the sauce. Yeah. Not going to lie. He didn't. Ansem Riku, I kind of sauced him. kind of smacked him around. I kind of... I kind of... I kind of fucked him up. You made him lose it all. I, I, I almost lost it all. Brand new phone game, Mr. Nomura. Download blue stacks and grind on your computer. Make some new friends, they all have big keys. They'll all be dead by the time we reach chapter three. Dark Road, take me home to the place. guys it's dark road time uh before we get into dark road itself i don't know if you when you were listening the uh the intro sounded a little more professional a little more sophisticated a little more sensual a little more sensual and that's uh due to our friend fabio the iguana who reached out and he said hey I'm a musician. I know a little bit about mixing. Actually, I'll just read his message for you guys. Hey, Mike, I wanted to share with you a little something I made for you guys to use on the podcast if you'd like. You don't have to, of course, but wanted to share it nonetheless. I was pretty bummed I wasn't able to participate in Tyler's Community Dark Road Take Me Home remix for episode 100 since I wasn't able to find the space to record vocals living in my small apartment. I mentioned before being a musician, which is part of the reason why I was stoked for Tyler's idea in the first place, but I'm also partly a recording engineer. So I wanted to put together this remix of the community version since you started using that version in the podcast. Again, you don't have to use it, honestly, but I thought since I couldn't sing on the track, it's the least I could do. Plus, it was pretty fun getting to hear everyone's voices and work on blending them together. Gave me the warm fuzzies inside. I'm not, I know I'm not really all that active, but I love this community and have a lot of fun being a part of it when I'm able to hop back in. So basically what he did is he did some uh, EQing and mixing for everyone's vocals. So it sounds like they're in the same room as opposed to, you know, 10 different tracks layered on, on each other. Yeah. It sounds beautiful. Uh, it actually, absolutely beautiful. It actually really helps me a lot because... Part of like what Tyler did is he took my original track and then uh, and I think he just probably pulled it from like a a podcast episode or something. Yeah. Because he didn't ask me for it and then put everybody's voice on it. But 
they're much louder than my original track was. Yeah. So what I was having to do was like cut the track in half and boost my end up and lower their end. And it just, it never, it never was right. It never sounded right to me just because the way I was doing it, because yeah. it just, you know, we're not, Tyler, we're not, we're not engineers. Yeah. And neither is Tyler. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler did an amazing thing, but he's not like a, a you know, yeah, a yeah. music man, <laughs> but uh, this is fantastic. Yeah. So um, thank you to Fabio the Iguana. Took we something beautiful, you. made it even more. Took beautiful. something beautiful and made it a little more professional, is what I would say. Yeah, a little more sleek, a little more pog. Oh my god! If you will. So thank you again, sir. We appreciate you. Now let's get in the dark road. Let's take ourselves home, dude. Dark road said, "Yo, I got a new card for you. It's called Key Art Number Eight. And it's our boy Sora sitting on the throne, Kingdom Hearts 3 style. It's like the most juiced key art, honestly. Yes. yes. This shit better be the most broken thing in the game. And it's an ability called Extreme Arcanum. Oh my god. It has a base power of 60, as a oh plus 10 god. power of 120. I think it is the most juiced And it is a strong game. physical attack with no element tied to it. And also, the sub ability, if for some reason you didn't use it as the first card in your slate, which right. I don't know why you would do that, but it gets attack plus 2 for 10 seconds. Um... Pretty juiced card. And also, there's another PvE, I don't know why they call it that, tower event, where it's a, there's fire type enemies as opposed to ice or water type enemies from the last one. Right, right. And uh, I am here to say, right before the podcast, I completed level 100. Let's go! I did it, folks. I did it. It was amazing. I beat level 100 today, and that put me at a ranking of 1,677. Wow. So there were 1,676 people who beat it before me. That's crazy. Yep. So I'm going to get some nice uh, rewards for that. Uh, but I already got some rewards for beating it, so that means we got a couple pulls to do, my friend. Oh, snap. So let's, let's hope for this key art. We're definitely going to get it. We got two pulls with jewels. Let's see what happens. Here's the first one. There's no way we don't get it. Okay, we didn't get it. There's no way we don't get it. Uh, what I got was a Vanitas card, a Mickey Key Scene 3 card, which is that Blade of Seven that you never Ooh. got that I had, yeah, yeah. and then a Una card, and then everything else is Rainbow Points, including two Mooshus. Mm. I don't know. Why am I getting all these Mooshus now? All right, second draw. Here we go. This is, this is going to be terrible, folks. No, this is, this is it. This is the one. I get one more goddamn Pete card. <laughs> oh, no. At least he's useful. So I got Pete. He's plus seven. I got Potion 2. It's plus eight. And I got Selfie Sliding Dash, which is plus nine. And then everything else is rainbow. I points. love that plus nine stab, baby. Yeah, dude. Terrible. Terrible. But I do have six draw tickets, dude. So let's send it. Let's full send it one at a time. You can't pull five at a time. Yeah. Oh, a red nocturne. Cool. Rainbow points. That's so <laughs> fucked. Okay. But next that's one. A thing. Next one, please. Yuna. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What a good fire card. Okay. Because Yuna's favorite favorite attack, fire. Uh. Okay. What's the next? The black mage, Yuna. Oh, Hades. Neat. Oh. We're plus five on Hades, boys. One of the worst cards. Three more draws. Period. Tinkerbell. 
rainbow points. Nice. Okay. Hell yeah, dude. What's the last one, dude? No, I got two more. Don't you worry. Oh, okay. Don't okay. you worry. Two more. Here we go. Mini rainbow points. Okay, okay, okay. This next one, though. This next one, though. This, this next game is one, so though. Bad. This, this next so one, though. Merlin plus seven. Let's go. I got three cure cards in a row. That's so sick, dude. Sickening is what I meant to say. Sorry. <laughs> I'm literally vomiting. Actually sickening. Puke. Literally vomiting. Okay, before we move on from Dark Road, there are two things I have to mention. One, I hate this game. Secondly, <laughs> Come Guardian 69 says Still story dropping. update win. Still drop in the comments on every and single Oracle post. Oracle Spockanort says, What's a story? All right, Oracle Spockanort. Yeah, you're Easy. so fucking hilarious, yeah, dude. That's fucking funny. Don't grief my boy Come Guardian 69 ever again. <laughs> Piece of shit. Don't let me come after your name, dude. I'll fucking come after your ass. I'll come after you real fast. I didn't mean that to rhyme. Bars. Um, and actually... Natural uh, bars. I have one last thing to say about Dark Road, and by that I mean I have, we have a comment from a, a, a viewer what on the? YouTube. And it's, about it's Dark our, Road. It's from our friend Scott, and he says, Dark Road. <sighs> I feel the exact way with Union Cross with how you feel about blue rap cities. Like, all I want are medals that consist of epic characters. Who cares how swole they are if they suck image-wise? Also, genuine admiration for sticking this game out. One day you'll be rewarded with story. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. We're going to take a short break, and when we no. come back, we're going to do the question of the week. Beautiful. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Answer Report Podcast. Jason, it's time for the question of the week. This week's question of the week comes from Espycat, who says, what is the best Kingdom Hearts cover art and why? Mm -hmm. Our first answer, before I even posted the question, is from superfan Bioroxis. Okay, okay. And he says... I really like the KH2 one where everyone is on the pillars. I just really love that one a lot. Hell yeah, dude. And that's that's a pretty interesting one because, I mean, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but those pillars are final world pillars. What the fuck? In KH2, they're standing on final world pillars. In KH1, they're in the dark world, which is which is the world that never was, which isn't revealed till KH2. So every game, they're on a... What thing. the fuck? So that tower... Is probably in... Quadratum. What the fuck? Pretty crazy, right? What the fuck, man? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, insane. Uh, Elias, built ordinarily, says, Bit of a scuffed question, SBCAP. It's obviously the app icon of Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. I love it so much. Truly the most engaging experience with the best cover art. <laughs> Shoutouts to Come Guardian 69. <laughs> Come Guardian 69, an absolute legend. 
<laughs> oh, this question is scuffed. Oh, this is from Original Dreamer 06. Oh, this question is scuffed, but I'm going to answer it anyways. The one for 2.8, like the one that has Aqua and Mickey in the top left corner and the foretellers on the right, and the bottom has Sora, Riku, Lee, and a few others looking badass as hell. I have a poster of that in this room. He does right now. Except my poster doesn't have Lee on it, which kind of okay with that. Uh, <laughs> Jip 214 Dicko Mode says... Dicko Mode. I, I don't know why that's... He's his, going Dicko he Mode. He went Dicko Mode on us, dude. <laughs> I love the art style of the KH3 one, this one specifically, and he posts the uh, really cool Kingdom Hearts 3 cover art where they're standing on that building. Yeah. Um, which could be possibly Quadratum. We don't know. Yeah, who knows? Iron Daddy says, The original Kingdom Hearts 1 cover always makes me feel nostalgic. It brings back so many happy memories, so it's definitely my favorite. But the best one is probably Cage 3. But Cage Mom definitely slaps, so I guess I don't know. I pick all of them. <laughs> Thank you, Iron Daddy. Alks Assemble Alternatively says, this one was really rough. The cage cover arts are really fucking good. But I think I'm going to have to go with cage 3. You got all your boys. You got the beautiful background. You got the cool building. And it all bl blends together so nicely. Truly a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. A masterpiece. Constance says, I like the cage one cover most. It has such a spooky and mysterious atmosphere. I mean, it makes Donald look cool. It's cool! Anyway, <laughs> I love that as a nighttime in the cover, the blue hue, the really nice-looking buildings, and the start of what I think is an interesting thing KH covers do, unintentionally or intentionally hinting at the next game with KH1 cover, hinting at the world that never was, the KH2 cover, hinting at the final world, and the KH3 one hinting at Shibuya. Or Quadratum. It could be both. I think Shibuya's in Quadratum. It's Shibuya. Yeah. That's just my theory. A game theory. <laughs> SB Cat, whose question this was, says, My favorite cage cover has to be cage one. This was so tough to pick, but it reminds me of that fateful Christmas morning and opening cage one, not knowing what to expect. I remember singing a song about Santa to the tune of the Destiny Island theme. All right, SB Cat, didn't mean to tell us that. <laughs> DDD has pretty sick box art, too, though, if I'm being fair. But cage one will always hold a special place in my heart. Recom is really cool, too, and so is Mom and Three. They're all good except Recoded. Sounds like how the games are too sounds like a scholar yes yeah, uh, and I, a saint you didn't you didn't have to say the santa thing it's a little <laughs> weird dude it's a little weird well i i, I kind of want to know how it goes though. no i know i know that's cursed I'm, I'm thinking of the destiny island theme santa's coming to the house and he's gonna bring some presents to you <laughs> ding ding that fuck? was like the, the recom Destiny Island. Yeah. It wasn't as fast. Yeah. Anyway. Lectofin says, been listening for a while, but this is my first time responding or posting at all. The KH2 cover has to be my favorite. That silver just looks so great, and I still remember seeing Roxas on the cover as a kid and wondering who the fuck this guy was. Now you Hell know. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. The box says, 
It's been ages since I answered one of these questions of the week or been active in the server at all, but I've been creepily stalking the podcast nevertheless, <laughs> and now you know who's there watching you at night while you sleep. I already knew. It was comforting. <laughs> Best case slash cover art for me is still at a KH1. I think it's the most atmospheric and mysterious and really sets the tone of the game you're about to play. Despite being a very colorful game, KH1 had its dark moments and the characters went through quite the emotional roller coaster, especially once the Hollow Bastion final segment starts. As someone who works in Illustration 2, I've always been fascinated by the architectural style of the dark city we can see below. One that doesn't really appear in the game, even if it looks like a cross between Traverse Town, Halloween Town, and the world that never was. Thank you, Box. Yeah, I remember, like, miss you. Just looking at, like, the gargoyles and, like, trying to, like, figure shit out. Right. Then there's, like, the cat. The yep. kitty cat on there. The kitty. Zelda Strife says, I like the KH1 box art as well. It's so dark and edgy, which a series is missing these days. It's so mysterious, too. I can't really say too much more without repeating stuff that's already been said. Also, the covers of Rechain and DDD are amazing because of Riku's arm muscles. Like he's thick. <laughs> Buff Riku. Buff dude. Riku in the house. <laughs> the Deviant One says... If I'm only going off the main series games, KH1 has always stuck with me. I like the simple and clean look of the character silhouettes <laughs> against Kingdom Hearts shining in the background. KH2 was nice, but doesn't leave a lasting impression in my mind. While KH3 has some gorgeous color and design elements, but feels a tad too busy. Maybe it's just my nostalgic self, but KH1 still comes out as the clear winner for me. Mm. Thank you. Meteor Phoenix says... What... Much like the box, I'm also alive still, but looking after a four-month baby Meteor Phoenix, so my free time is all but collapsed. Oh, congratulations, congrats. Meteor Phoenix. Favorite cover is still Kingdom Hearts 1. Even knowing absolutely nothing about the game, it just felt so melancholic, with the heart-shaped moon looking over the twisted city. Every other cover is awesome, but this one made me feel so sad and nostalgic about something that I knew absolutely nothing about. Thank you, Meteor Phoenix. Hope you're doing well. Congratulations on little baby, baby Meteor Phoenix. Love to see it, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Love to see it. Hell yes. Orpheus Joshua. I like every game's cover quite a bit, minus 2.5, so my favorite has to be KH3. Seeing everyone standing together alone is amazing, and it's the only cover to cause emotion to well up within me. It's orgasmic. <laughs> he didn't really say that last I do, part. I do. <laughs> he didn't say that last part. But His every, heart said it. Every time OJ answers a question of the week, I'm going to say, add it's orgasmic and do it. He doesn't so. even need to anymore. It's like... Um, it's like those highlight magazines that are the, the doctors or the dentist office, you know, where you try to find what's different about the picture. You guys got to try to find when I add orgasmic <laughs> into OJ's answers. <laughs> DJ Korn says, I think KH2 is the best cover art. Honorable mention of KH3 because everyone's all squatted up and it's badass, but KH2 just really does it for me. I love the art style. Soren Roxas are serving massive emo boy vibes. I love that Riku is missing and you're left wondering who is this blonde boy and who are these bad guys lurking in the background there's a lot of mystery there and i dig it oh yeah thank you corn wildcat diana tara's union says still in tara's union can't Just believe keeping it. it alive Just keeping tara's union alive a year later <laughs> the, only, the only one in the union still wildcat diana <laughs> that's 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 crazy that's loyalty right there yeah. that's what that is that's dedication she says cage three for me I love all the color, the style that... Sorry, let me start that again. KH3 for me. Love all the color, the style that for me feels less rough than KH2 in the hidden secrets, like the hooded figures in the building on the left and Amira's cat near the darkling lamp. 
Yes. That's literally no mirrors cap. Yeah. DP Grant says, I really enjoy the KH1 Final Mix cover. I like the faded feel the colors have, Sora Riku and Kairi's expressions and body language, and the rubble slash scrap they're leaning against. It creates an interesting mood that I think reflects the atmosphere of the game as well as the original cover does, but in a different way. Riku also gets to be the one-winged angel on this cover. It's such a shame that Nomura couldn't give KH2 Final Mix's cover the same quality. Nobody would think they were looking at the best game in the series with a cover featuring such ugly character art and stupid poles. Oh my god. I feel like this happens every week with DP Grant. <laughs> like, it's a normal answer. At the end, DP Grant just trashes something. Just fuck this in particular. I love it. I love the energy, DP Grant. Uh, Babaloo says, KH1 is a cover art that I always remember. As a kid, I used to study it and try to pick out any small details in it to understand the game more. A close second for me is KH3. Showing all the characters together just got my got me pumped for the game. Uh, Baby Blanket, hi Baby Blanket, says this. And he posts a, what I can only assume is a meme. And it's called Kingdom Hearts the Musical. And you'll have to go on the Discord to see it. But it's a shit show. Oh dear God. Look at Goofy hugging that Yeah, pole. that's fucked up. <laughs> so uh, there's that. But That's then Baby up. Blanket says, In all seriousness, KH3 is undoubtedly my favorite. The art style and the colors are so gorgeous. I could stare at it for hours. The way it makes me feel the first time I saw it and how it continues to make me well up with happy tears anytime I see it is absolutely unmatched. Seeing all our long favorite characters on a single cover together really solidified for me just how much the series means to me. It just makes me feel things. Thank you, Baby Blanket. Hell yes. Hell yes. Uh, up next is Chip Cooper, who says... Howdy, everybody. Just finished binging the podcast, and I'm finally answering my first question of the week. Woo! Hell KH3 yeah, comes very close, but KH1 will probably always be my favorite. It just evokes this amazing feeling of adventure and mystery every time I look at it. Maybe it's just nostalgia, because I remember feeling the exact same thing looking at it when I was a little man, but the feeling I get when I see it has never changed. Thank you, Chip, and welcome. Glad you're here. And lots of new faces. Everybody, everybody talking about how cursed the musical cover that yeah. Baby Blanket. <laughs> Look at Kyrie and Nominee's nose. That's cursed. That, okay. Uh, Energy Scott says, I can remember playing Kam on the Game Boy and didn't know once you completed that you get to play through with Riku. The artwork on the home screen changes and my mind was blown. So I'm going to say Kam, but he is a close second. Mm. I like that answer. Kyrie's bro says, a few years back, I would have gone with KH1 because that Mundo. But the KH3 cover art is so good that it's been on my desktop background ever since. It really stands out to me. Yeah, my cat has this for a really long time. I did. And then I had Hainer getting yeeted into the wall. Yeah. For a very long time. Because that, that was very, very poggers moment. It was a very poggers moment, dude. You don't try to <laughs> dropkick fucking Ansem Peter Darkness, you fucking idiot. The Cum Guardian. Yeah, dude. You don't, you don't dropkick Cum Guardian 69. All right, whatever that guy's name was that was trying to do that in the comments. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for the answer, Jason. Uh, what's your answer? Dude, my answer is a bit of a cheat answer, but it's also a bit He's of cheating. a but also cheating. a bit of a cheesy answer. He's cheating. He's cheating, bro. Because okay, so like you know, I went to go pick up Cage Three from GameStop at midnight. Uh huh. And it was like the last midnight release I ever went to, mm -hmm. and. Like, I went and picked up the game or whatever, and then I got into my car, and I was just looking at it for the longest time, bro. Like, it was like when I was a kid, and I'd get a new game, and you got you got the, the case, mm -hmm. and you're on the way home, and 
your parents are driving home or whatever, and you're just looking at every inch of the fucking yeah. case, front to back. What was the last time you looked at the back of a fucking case, dude? For I, me, I do it all the time. For me, it's fucking Kingdom Hearts three, dude. And then that from there. I was like thinking about it and I was like, God damn, I literally had like a fucking Ratatouille moment where I like went back in time and I did the same shit on fucking Kingdom Hearts 2s. And then the same thing when I got fucking, I, I remember looking at the case for Chain of Memories for like the longest time too. Cause I was like, what the fuck is this? Cause I didn't like put together that it was like, that it was connected to regular Kingdom Hearts, right? Right, right. And then the same thing with Kingdom Hearts. And I remember our Kingdom Hearts case was like slightly broken. Yep. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't fucking close. It wouldn't close correctly. Yeah. <laughs> it's still over there. Yeah. Me. It's fucking broken over there. And yep. so like, I don't know. I just had like all these like very specific memories with all the cases. So right. I can't choose. They're all good. I love them all. So I'm actually going to really cheat. Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to choose the Kingdom Hearts all-in-one package. Oh, you motherfucker. Which is Sora sitting on the throne like the card that's revealed on Dark Road. Okay. And then all the pictures are the different cover <laughs> arts of the game. So I fucking win, losers. Checkmate. Checkmate, atheists. <laughs> I did it. Liter it's literally all the cover arts for it's the It's every games. single one. I mean, it doesn't have the 1.5, 2.5, but those are dog shit anyway. It's got that weird, like, checkered pattern on it and all that. But um, my real answer is probably 358. I think that fucking cover art's juiced. It's really cool. I, I like how it's it kind of like a painting almost. It is pretty juiced. That was a, that was a great question of the week, guys. We, we're, we're two weeks in a row. Really good questions. Really good. Really good. Really good. Lots of new faces. Um, we're probably going to fuck this next one up, if we're being honest. Yeah. Lots of old faces coming back. Yeah, new Love faces, old faces. Thank you guys for answering. We appreciate you tremendously. Um, It's really fun to uh, talk about this kind of stuff. Because yeah. I don't know. I, I other people have references in the past, and especially in the hundredth episode when we were kind of everybody's kind of spilling their guts about Kingdom Hearts, right? <laughs> uh, but it's not common that I can like be in a conversation with people I don't know very well and then be like, "Hey, Kingdom Hearts, right?" and have them go anything other than "What the fuck, this fucking loser, right? what a weirdo," right? <laughs> and so it's really cool to be able to uh, hear from a bunch of different people from all over the world that love yeah. this game series and. Uh, you know, we can have your answer. Like part of me, part of me, this is like getting really like meta behind the scenes kind of shit. But like part of me feels like we've been doing the question of the week for fucking ever. Right. Oh yeah. Um, and part of me is like, okay, this is literally half of our show is just reading shit. Other people said, right. Yeah. But to me, it's not just like reading. The reason I'm okay with it is it's not just reading it. It's like discussing it. Right. Yeah. Like we go, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's a good idea. And we don't like have, a million things to say about every answer that everybody gives, but like it feels like a, a another way to connect with you guys and 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 on and be focused. Cause like when we stream, yeah. it's like kind of like a hey, let's talk about all this random shit. Right. It's right. like, hey, this is our Kingdom Hearts discussion time. And we really appreciate that you guys uh uh give us your answers and allow us to read them on the air and and talk to them, talk to you about them and stuff. So I, I think that's where I was going with that. But I, I, I but my point is I we appreciate you guys yeah. tremendously for that. Um do do you have do you have any idea for a question of the week next week, Jason? This is where this is the part of the show where I ask Jason and then before he answers, I just pull someone else's question of the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the 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 hamster in my head is just runs like breakneck speed until it's just fucking exhausted. And right before it's about to be done, Mike's like, "Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> okay guys here's the question of the week this week and you know where it's from this fucking brain right here me it's from me i'm the one who came up with the question of the week this week and oh, it's kind shit. of a variation on mr spanky's question from two weeks ago oh where he asked what's your least favorite kingdom hearts boss i want to know what is your favorite kingdom hearts boss battle is it kurt ziza of course it is. Kurt Ziza, please come on the podcast. Is it, <laughs> is it Phantom? Because you shoot him in the nuts? Is it the Trickmaster? You sadistic son of a bitch. <laughs> Just naming only terrible Kingdom Hearts 1 boss. <laughs> is it when Ansem turns into a boat? And you're on beginner mode, but you haven't been able to change your equipment? And you're underleveled? You have to beat him within 15 hours? Or is it Luke Sword? It's probably Luke Sword, you it's freak. <laughs> you freak. Mike is just king shaming every single boss. Don't hate the player, hate the game, Sora. <laughs> anyway, that's the question of the week next week. What is your favorite Kingdom Hearts boss in all the series? Is it, uh, I don't know, something, no more bugs is playing and you fight something. I don't know, I don't know Recoded, dude. I don't know what happens in Recoded. All I know is no more bugs. All I know is no more bugs is a banger. Is it the Zemnis boss fight, but in Melody of Memory? Mm. <laughs> Love that. Anyway, that's Question of the Week next week. Thank you, everybody, who answered the Question of the Week this week. Um... Jace, you got anything else you want you want you want to say before we go? No. No. All right, Jason is tapped out, ladies and gentlemen. I'm good. He is tapped. <laughs> there, he, there's not. There's not a single thing I can. Forty-five minutes of an episode, and Jason has nothing to say. I have nothing to say. You hate to see it. <laughs> anyway, folks, thank you so much for listening and watching this week. We'll be back next week with episode 106. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna do for episode 106. But, you know, I think it's about time we have another guest on. Oh, snap. I, I haven't talked to anybody yet. I haven't reached out to anybody. Oh. <laughs> at all. This could easily be like, an empty promise. This okay. Easily, this, is, this could be like the trophy tier list thing where we just don't do it. We just talk about it, maybe. We just talk about it. We, we talk, talk about, about a guest. guest yeah. yeah. But, I, you know, I, I think it's time. I think we need to bring some uh, some new blood into this some young blood some young blood this isn't a clue i literally have no idea who i'm going to ask some old blood no there's no <laughs> there's no clue here there's no clue i mean uh, you know some bloody blood <laughs> <laughs> shut up i don't like the answer report podcast oh, no. uh, anyway thank you guys we will see you next week jason hit him with it may your heart your guiding key. Thank you. Fuck off. You can say it a bit nicer.
Checka, a checka, a checka, a checka, 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 chec